the fuck are these guys? Oh, God help their generation. Get Wi-Fi anywhere you go. Hold up. Okay, okay, I'll say it. It's old man Kevin and the BS presents... It's better than radio. The Clueless 2 Podcast. Alrighty, well you survived another week, which means you get to hear our beautiful voices on the Clueless 2 Podcast. I tell you what, it is a Saturday evening at 6.16 when we're recording this, and I am feeling great. I got some work to done today, got a little bit of pay, and I got a little bit of beer in me. What do you say, August? How you feeling today? Well, if I'm honest, uh, I mean, I, I've seen better names, honestly. Oh, damn, August, you just ruined my mood. What's going on, buddy? Um, well, I'm... Eating breakfast yesterday morning, and uh, so it all started yesterday morning. Yeah, you just been having like a, a sluggish two days or something like that. Kind of fooled. I mean, I will, you know, I will say this: I did give it my best shot to change perspective, to uh, put myself in a better mindset. But I was eating breakfast yesterday morning, and Madison FaceTimed me. Or Your Amy. sister? Yeah, my sister, my oldest sister, and um. Said that my mom wanted to divorce my dad. Oh my god, dude! This is the first time I'm hearing this, August. I mean, everyone listening, I I, I commend you for saying that, August. And yeah, I'm I I don't even know what to say right now because, you know, I remember I told you three years ago when my parents got divorced. We were sitting at Top Golf. It was you, me, and Josh sitting there, and y'all had found out, and you told me, um, you know, they're like, "I'm sorry, I'm sorry." I was like, you know, it it fucking sucks, but. You know, at least I'll be here for y'all when, if if God forbid it ever happens. So, yeah. really sorry to hear about that, August. Really am. Yeah. So you just did she just tell Madison or something or? Um, I don't know. I mean, I just going through some stuff and um, my mom talked to a lawyer and um, supposedly it's, you know they're hanging in there for now, but you know I know how it goes from here on out. It's not gonna be pretty. Yeah. Um. It's just like when someone's not fully committed, that's when the other person gets really hurt. Yeah, yeah, it was. I remember my my parents' divorce. I was um, it was uh, I was upstairs in my room playing video games. My girlfriend at the time was down in the guest room. My dad was in the living room. My mom was in uh her room, and like the day before, uh. I had spent like a hundred dollars on a credit card for like dinner and I didn't tell her about it. And I thought she said, come in my room, you know, I need to tell you about something or I need to talk to you. And I was like, all nervous. I was like, Oh shit. She's, she saw the charge on the credit card. She's going to be asking about that. Lo and behold, it was something way worse than a hundred dollar credit card charge. It was, um, it was, they were getting a divorce and I'm just like, Holy shit. I couldn't believe it. You know, I mean, your world just like, it's just like, you know, I mean, uh, all you know ever since you're growing up is your if you if you're lucky enough, we are lucky. I will say that. I know there's a lot of people listening that probably don't have the same scenario that we have where we got to live with our parents together for so long. But in this scenario, you know, we were lucky to have a lifelong or a entire childhood of parents that were together and loving. And you know, oh, when yeah, a bombshell like that gets dropped on you, I mean, it, it's hard to deal with it, and especially when you got other shit going on in your life. It's uh, it weighs down a lot, so it's it's kind of hard to get through it. But you know, at the same time, it's like some people, you know, parents get divorced when they're little, and it's like, I mean, is that easier knowing that you know you're you're it's just normal to go from one parent's house and the yeah. next parent's house, and it's I, normal you don't know any difference? Or yeah. I think it would be easier for 
younger kids because that's just like, you know, they just grow into it, you know, whereas people like us, you know, it's just something, they got to throw away something and adapt to something new. Yeah, but at the same time, it's kind of like, you know, I'm sure there's kids out there that are growing up now that, you know, wish their parents would have stayed together until their 20s and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So it's it's kind of hard to kind of hard to deal with it, but you know, it's it's uh I mean, it's just part of life, you know. Yeah. It kind of sucks, you know, it's scary. You don't know what to do. You feel, you know, feel lost. You're like, what the hell's the next step? You know, how am I both my parents going to handle it? Yeah. I mean, for my for my aunt and uncle, it when they got a divorce, I I just pray to God that my dad handled it very well, you know, when it came to it, because my uncle, uh, my uncle did not. He, he just, he was also at the same time, you know, like I said, there's other stuff weighing down. He's, he lost his job during COVID and stuff, and they just weren't, you know, clicking together, I guess, the same. And then he slowly just got worse and worse and was w- doing a little bit of side work and drinking and then ended up drinking himself to death, you know. It's kind of mm-hmm. sad. It's kind of scary. And that's why. When, you know, I love my uncle. I did. I do. I don't know what you say once they're dead. I guess you did or you still do, one of the two. But um, I just I just thank God that my dad handled it very well. Yeah. So I uh, I hope your parents, you know, hope they, you know, I mean, if this is a, if it's a mutual thing and it's best for both, I mean, it's no, it's no reason to live in an unhappy, you know, relationship yeah. or a marriage. That's, that's kind of how I dealt with it, you know thinking i was like was it selfish for me to be upset about this because it's not my relationship you know should i make my parents you know suffer through a unbearable rest of their life when they you know they deserve you know happiness for both of them Mm -hmm. so i don't i mean have you seen anything different lately or is it because i when when it was when my parents got divorced i didn't see like any different change you know it just all of a sudden one day my mom was just like hey you're gonna divorce yeah that's how i like i mean I haven't lived at my family's home since, like, October. Um, but, I don't know. I mean, it's just... Yeah, I mean, it's, it's so, like, the, re- the reason they're wanting, or the reason my mom wants to divorce is um, my youngest sister, Eliza, got the vaccine and didn't tell my mom, because my mom is very anti-vaccine, uh-huh. or... She's not like an anti-vaxxer, but she's just against this vaccine for COVID. And my dad is like, you know, get it. I mean, we all got to get it, you know. And um, it's just embarrassing and so stupid that they let politics divide their relationship and the family. So is that, you think that's the main reason? You think that was just like the last straw? That's the only reason I know. Yeah, I mean, when did, so... Eliza just, did your dad take her to go get it, or she just went on her own to go uh, get it? My mom found her vaccination card. But did your, did she go get it on her own? Yeah. So she just, like, said, I mean, that, I mean that's her choice, though, right? You know? Yeah, no, She's it's her choice. She's old enough to do it. You know, like, yesterday I was having this conversation in my head about the politics and stuff, and then, um, and then by the end of the night of my shift that I was working, you know, I was just like, what, if they want a divorce, let them have a divorce, you know, like, it's just going to get ugly if they're just trying to keep it, like, trying to make it work in a relationship never works. Yeah, you know, especially it's, when it's, you know, there's there's a clear cut, uh, I want to do this and you want to do that, and there's no compromise in the middle that's like, 
we can't compromise, so we got to agree to disagree, or mm-hmm. you know, we got to break it up. So yeah. I mean, it's 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 shitty. It's hard. You know, it's something you never want to think about. Yeah, you know, you never dream about it happening. Um, so Eliza graduates this year, right? Mm-hmm. Does, does Wait, so no, do no, no, no. She mean a senior next year. Oh shit. Okay, so she still got another year. Yeah. Um, so I guess all the kids know. I know. Madison knows. I'm, I'm guessing Zane knows. Um, I mean, I would hate for them just to, you know, put on a, a safe face until Eliza graduates. I don't know what's worse, breaking it up now or holding it together until another year and a half. You know, that's that's one of the things my mom said when they got a divorce. I was like, um, I was like, well, you know, I mean, when I was talking to her, I was like, you know all upset and irrational everything. I was like, well, why'd you even marry him if you didn't love him and stuff like that? And then I was like, and then she was like, I've been unhappy for a long time. I was like, well, why didn't you get a divorce a while ago? And she was like, well, I wanted to wait till you got done with school. And I was like, oh, shit. Then she told me, she was like, she wanted to get a divorce like fucking seven years ago. I'm like, God almighty. From the Damn. time when she told me in 2018, I'm like, thank God they didn't. Because, I mean, I would have been a fucking wreck. I was already fucking terrible in middle school. Had no friends. It was already a tough time to begin with. If my parents were got divorced, I don't know what I probably would probably would have turned into a bad, bad kid. Yeah. I'll tell you that. But yeah. I think it'd be uh I think the hardest one hit, you know, not saying it's not hard for you or Madison or Zane, but y'all aren't at home, but I think it's probably gonna be hardest for Eliza really. Yeah, she's still in there. Just the baby of the family and she's got high school stuff she's gotta deal with and you know, just learning to get through life and now this hits her. Mm-hmm. So and I mean, I know you. You got you got a lot of shit on your plate already over the past year and stuff like that. So, you know, I can sit here and tell you all all I can to you know try not to stress about it a lot because it's not worth it. But I know you're still gonna stress about it. You know, yeah. I mean, it's just just how it goes. But mm-hmm. I mean, eventually, th- this is like one of the only thing. You know how they say when people die, things get easier with time. Yeah, well, I mean, I hear just people just say you learn to live with it. Yeah, I think. Divorce is probably one of the only things that actually gets better with time. You know, I mean, someone dying, you miss them, they're gone, you never get to see them again. Mm-hmm. I mean, divorce is still hard, you know, seeing your parents with, you know, someone else and um, just having to deal with all the stuff. Luckily, uh, my parents' divorce went over pretty good. You know, they... Besides, we have to redo the mortgage and everything. You know, my dad was complaining about that, but yeah, um, everything. I mean, they were you know civil through the whole thing. Thank God, this yeah. wasn't a nasty divorce. Mm-hmm. So I'll never forget when my mom. It was the the day before my my mom had everything packed up. She had paid a mover to take it all up to Kentucky and everything. And I never forget. I was sitting in my room. I was playing a uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Yep, Call of Duty Modern Warfare. The one that just came out? Yeah. No, no, no. Maybe it was... It was the one before that. What was the one before that? That, um... Black Ops 3? Or Modern Warfare 3? No, it might have been... Might have been Black Ops... No, it was... Because I remember I was playing, it was, um... You sure it wasn't just Fortnite? No, it wasn't Fortnite. Because I remember, I remember distinctly that it was, it was... I was playing a Call of Duty map, and it was the one, um... Fuck, I can't remember the. I know the map. It's it's a it's a small map. It's got like two buildings. It's in like an industrial shot uh, site. It's a it's a small map. 
But anyway, I was just sitting there playing, and I had my headset on, and I was playing. Um, and my mom walked in my room, and she asked if I, if she wanted, to, if I wanted to go get something to eat before she left. I just told her no. Hmm. And I was just like thinking about it, and I was getting all sad. And I was like, damn, that's the last time my mom's ever gonna walk into my room, you know. And then for uh, for literally, because my mom used to come in in the morning, like tell me like, all right, I'm leaving to go to work, stuff like that. For like two or three weeks after that, I still, I was like still dreaming or I guess thinking that she was coming in there, telling me, and then I'd wake up and I realized like, shit, she's not here, mm-hmm. you know. So that was pretty tough, but that was, I mean, I was still living at home, so yeah. I don't know. It might be easier for you. I mean, it's, you're in a different scenario than I was. It's, my parents got divorced when I was, let's see, it was 2018, was it? Yeah, 20, so I was 19 years old. So, and you're what, 25 now? I mean, 25 in September. Oh, okay. So, I mean, you're a little different scenario, but at the same time, you know, it's still parents, you know. Yeah, I mean, it's just like their lives are so intertwined. Like, all the dogs got to be split. Um, You know, the house, I mean, obviously my mom would probably move away. Yeah. Um, I feel like that's the. uh, that's the, the I, don't, I don't know if it's a real rule or anything, but I feel I feel like if someone asked for the divorce, they, they got to be one. the one to leave the house, yeah. you know? So, I mean, that was the same thing that happened here, but, I mean, also my mom's family being all in Kentucky, so that probably has something to do with it, but, yeah. I mean, I don't know, and that's just like uh, our friend Sarah's parents, I mean, she want, her mom wanted a divorce. She left. Yeah, she left. That that's a that's the trend I'm seeing. Out of all the divorces I know, it's usually always the woman. Women. Wants I was to thinking it. about that today. Yeah. It's just kind of like, and that just kind of. I just feel like nowadays, marriage has become obsolete, and it's because uh, women will always have so many more options than men. Yeah, um, but I mean, so would you call your like? a marriage that's been going on for like 30 years, a current marriage? Cause it's not. Or are you just saying that marriages, uh, transition into the new kind of marriage lifestyle? Yeah. I mean, I just, I just don't see, um, people get married and staying faithful and loyal and happy for 50 years. You know, it's just yeah. not like it was back in the day when there was no social media, but you know, you're feeling sad nowadays, and a woman can post something sad about it on Facebook and get, like, 10 you got 50 guys, you got 50 different options right exactly. off the bat in the first fucking 10 minutes. Yeah, for sure. This is a, I mean, it's a it's a hard subject to discuss because, like, it's been so long since my parents' divorce. I guess it's been, fuck, it's been four years now. Holy shit. That's how the time just flies by. I can't, I can't, I can't exactly describe the feelings I had right after the divorce because, I mean, I've just, you know, kind of let it go and try not to think about it too much. But I do know at the time I was, uh, I had a lot of other shit going on. You know, I had my girlfriend who didn't want to do shit. She was just laying around the house all day, not doing nothing. Just, and that that definitely did not help because it was, I'm already in a sad mood and she's naturally depressed. Yeah. And it's just bringing me down more. Yeah. The only thing that I had good going for me that I was happy about was the radio station because yeah. I started it all within the same month oh yeah I remember and it was it was a it was like a okay you know something is good going on with my life one silver lining yeah it's something one stable or one constant or something I can look forward to besides just going to school 
coming home to now only my dad and my grumpy ass girlfriend. Mm-hmm. That's I mean it's it's tough. It really is. But you'll get through it. Y'all I mean it's like one of those things like you know you'll get through it. It's just going to take a lot of time. Yeah, I mean I mean this stuff doesn't hurt as bad as I mean it's not final yet. And it's not set in stone. But so far, it's not hurting as much as um, my last relationship. Yeah. I mean, that shit was fucking rough. Yeah. I mean, that and, comes down on a personal level, you know. Yeah, I mean, no. he, had, he had a lot of factors that just like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, how did this all happen, you yeah. know? Like, you're trusting with this girl. Y'all, I mean, y'all were going out for, what, a year and a half? Something, mm-hmm. something like that? Yeah. And then fucking one of our good friends, you know, fucks around and cheats on her or she cheats on you with one of our best friends and it's yeah. just like mind fucked and that's you know that's kind of why I'm worried about you right now because I don't know if like is are these memories coming back or like the same way you felt or you're saying that you know it's, it's a little just, different it's just kind of like a a hope is lost for that dream of getting married one day oh yeah dude that's why I always talk about I'm never getting married you know, you know I, I talk I mean, about all the time it's like I mean, I was, the divorce rate is like fucking fifty two percent. So you're more likely to get divorced than you are to stay married. Yeah, like I was getting in my truck on my way over here now, and I was thinking to myself, I need to tell Brandon one day if I s- tell him that I'm getting married, he needs to slap the shit out of me. He needs <laughs> to like do something. He needs to whatever. I mean, there's there's just too much risk. Not enough reward. That's and what not I enough say. reward. Yeah. What are you getting out of it? That I will say, if you do get married, um, or you want to get married, I'm gonna slap you in the face with a prenup. <laughs> you yeah. gotta get a prenup. They're so important nowadays for that one reason, you know. So if you write on that prenup, prenup, and then you got to keep your, got to keep all your money accounts separate, mm-hmm. everything separate, you know. Basically, all you're doing is just living in the house together. Y'all might buy some stuff together because then- we've become such a individual um, lifestyle. The world has become, you know, like everybody's all about individualism. You know, taking care of yourself, which is good, but <clears throat> there's less dependence, I feel like. Yeah, I, but I feel like a marriage isn't really, or from what I understand, it's not a dependence. It's just like a, it's it's like more than a friendship. It's a relationship, you yeah. know. An expectation is just premeditated resentment. Wait, say that again? An expectation is premeditated resentment. Oh, okay, so you're saying if someone expects something and they don't do it, they're just, they have a reason them. to resent that. You're going to resent the fuck out of them. So they're yeah. like saying, like, I expect them to, you know, I don't know. Take my side, save yeah. oil, or, you know, always be there for me, you know? And then that one time they don't, you resent them. So lower your expectation, trust no one, worry about yourself. That's uh, that's Bailey's uh motto. Uh, trust no one. TNA. Yeah. Or don't trust. DTA. Don't trust anybody. Yeah. That's it right there. And it's kind of like, it, at the end of the day, it's kind of like, you know, if you want a job done right, you got to do it yourself. Yeah. At the end of the day, it's, you know, you might have friends, you might have family, but at the end of the day, only one that can make a change in your life or that's there well, for you If you want to get happy, if you want to get happy, it comes down to you. Yeah. Well, I mean, at the end of my, because I went to, a little bit of life coaching and therapy after my disaster of a relationship. <clears throat> and toward the end of it all, I was like, this woman cannot help me. Like, yeah, no that. matter what she says, she cannot help me. And 
I just got to worry about myself, and it's got to come within me. I got to change my own perspective, you know? Yeah. Because I was always, when I was going into this uh, therapy stuff, um, my mom always told me, and even some of the other girls in my life, they would always say that uh, therapy is worth every penny. And it's not. <laughs> See, that that's my problem with therapy, too. It's like, why why am I going to go talk to a random stranger when I could just, like, have a heart-to-heart with my good buddies and my I good know, friends, like, you know? I would go to therapy and get frustrated, and I'd come home to either you or Emmy or Madison, yeah. and I would get what I needed. Yeah, uh, someone that actually knows you. Because I feel like therapists, unless they're, like, your good friend of over 30 years and they turn into a therapist or become one, I mean... It's just, uh, you know, it's just a person, and they're just they're just reading like a generic handbook, you know, yeah. like, all right, this person's done this, let's talk to them. Um, I mean, that's just personally how I feel. I've I've never been to therapy, so I don't know what. Uh, I mean, I know there's different kinds of therapy. There's what like relationship and yeah. drug therapy and yeah. self help therapy and stuff. So, were you going to do like a relationship or a no, self help? Or I guess it was just more of like a life coach. Um, but you know, I went through it. And she was pretty pissed when I told her that uh, the only thing I got out of this was don't trust anyone and worry about yourself. Expect nothing and trust no one. Yeah. I told her that and she was furious. Was she, uh, when did you tell her that? My last meeting. When was your last meeting? Uh, like a month ago. Oh, so you haven't been going to her since? Mm. Damn. How much is a therapist session? It's fucking expensive. What is it? Well, like, what were you paying for therapy? It's like... <coughs> Seventy-five to ninety dollars an hour. Holy shit! I need to be a therapist. Yeah. We'll put it in a podcast form too. Make more money off that too. Yeah. Was that uh, insurance covered, or you just paying out of pocket? Um, I paid out of pocket for six meet. Oh, okay. And um, you know, just if you got a Brandon, get with him. If you got a a close friend, just stick with your friend. Grab a beer. Yeah, you just you just need some good buddies that genuinely care about you, you know, and they're they you know they I mean like therapists they don't see you on the day to day they don't know you know you don't open up to them as much they don't see what's going on in your daily lives or yeah. your struggles or your accomplishments or your achievements or what makes you happy or what makes you sad mm-hmm. so that's why I just find find it hard for like I said I feel like may I guess may, maybe therapists are when you don't have anybody maybe I don't know no one you or can when you've gone through something. Like, truly fucked up, like drug abuse. Yeah, I feel like you would probably need a therapist for that. Maybe, yeah. Or like, um, I guess it, you need a therapist when the people around you haven't been through what you've been through. Yeah, they ha- they, they can't relate. <coughs> if they not, can't relate, yeah. then yeah, you need a therapist. But well, I, guess, I guess a therapist is just someone that can relate. But at the same time, I mean. Is the can the therapist relate? Have they been through that, or they just know how to deal with someone that's been through that? Do they have their own personal, personal experience, experience yeah, yeah, on it, or are they just telling you, you know, like, well, you know, I think you should do this and that, you know, and they did. Did she say anything that actually stuck with you though? That you were like, like a, a phrase or a quote she said to you, and you know, uh, we all have like an inner child and within ourselves, and it's our job to protect that inner child, you know, like, there's a little Brandon inside of you, and you gotta do what's best for him, you know? Uh-huh, yeah. Yeah, I guess it's kind of like the, when you're eight years old, and you're like, what am I gonna be when I grow up? Yeah. And you're, like, talking to your eight-year-old self, you're like, you know, would my eight-year-old self be happy with where I am right now? Mm-hmm. Would my eight-year-old self be stressing about this, or worried about this? And yeah. 
how would my eight-year-old self deal with this? Fucking throw on some SpongeBob and eat some fruit roll-ups, baby. <laughs> <laughs> now we're throwing on fucking, uh, I don't know, I don't know, fucking uh, car masters and drinking beers. <laughs> Woo! Yeah. What you drinking over there, August? I'm what you drinking uh, to get you through this bad news and this I'm bad day? Drinking a uh, lean and I don't know how to say the name. It starts with an L, but it's called a summer shandy, and it is. A crisp, refreshing beer, perfect for summer, inspired by Franz Kugler, whose Munich tavern was overrun with thousands of thirsty bicyclists. He mixed beer <laughs> with lemonade, and it was a hit. So, it's pretty good. <laughs> so, he just cut his beer with lemonade. Summer shandy, baby. Is that like a, uh, What's it called? Not a Long Island iced tea. That, that's iced tea, right? Don't they have like a... It's, I would say it's not like an Arnold. It's, and it's not a, a Mike's Heart either. It, it tastes like beer. I think I had a little bit the other week. Yeah, you yeah. you were drinking some. Yeah. I'm drinking me an Ola Natural Light. 16 fluid ounces. Yeah, 4.2%, baby. That's the hard party stuff right there. I'll tell you what, you get going crazy off that shit. There I, I like Natural Light New Can. I think it's... I love it when a beer company goes back to their retro. I must say, this is their old old style, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it's a... Uh, we can fucking bury this in the backyard and fucking... Let 30 years, <laughs> some kid could be digging up and be like, whoa! Yeah. Oh, speaking of that day, I was riding the dirt roads after uh, after I got done working, and I found the new age of uh, of kids out there. It was uh, there was this guy in this Tacoma. It was like a new Tacoma, and they got behind me when I was pulling on the dirt roads, and I was like, oh, shit. And they, like, kind of just stopped, and they didn't go down the dirt road. I was like, what the fuck are they doing? And then I'm, like, going down, and they come hauling ass up behind me. And there's these two boys. One's driving, and there's two of them hanging. Like, they're sitting on the um, – sitting. They, they got the windows rolled down, and they're sitting out the window, hanging on, like, hanging outside the truck. Oh my I was like, these got to be some high schoolers, man. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm going down the road, and they, uh, they take off. They're, I mean, they're fucking gone. And then they turn around, they come back, and they stop in the middle of the road, and I'm talking to them. I was like, y'all boys looking for more, some more dirt roads? <laughs> <laughs> They're like, yeah, we're, uh, we're trying to find some mud, but um, I don't want to get too much mud. This is only two-wheel drive. I was like, all right, I'll tell you where to go right here. <laughs> <laughs> I was giving them directions and stuff. I was telling them to get to Andrew's Mill. Yeah. And this one kid rolls down the back window. He's like, man, my friend, he had a – he had a 700-horsepower F-250 diesel. He was on that road. He went around a corner and hit a tree. <laughs> I was like, well, yeah, probably shouldn't be driving that fast on that road. That motherfucker's a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> it felt kind of awkward because they were still in high school, but it was like, <clears throat> I was always thought, like, no one ever pulled over and talked to us and told us what dirt roads to go to, you know? I know. We were always <clears throat> too stoned to talk to anybody. Like, there'd be, like, people coming down the road and everybody's like... <laughs> Me and Brandon and Justin would be like, hide it, hide it. <laughs> I mean, we were guilty, 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 man. We had this setup where we'd park on the side of the road. We had two spots. We'd pull over, and we'd get out of the truck. <laughs> we'd fucking pop the hood on the truck. We'd be standing there. We'd be, like, smoking a blunt, and we'd be like, oh, shit. And then we'd be like, <laughs> standing there. We'd be like, shh, shh, shh. Like, car, car, car. <laughs> We don't pretend to be working on a vehicle, but we be working on the vehicle every day in the same spot, <laughs> fixing the same problem. That shit was so funny. We'd be like, get into position, so I'd stand up on the front bumper. <laughs> I'd be like, fucking with the throttle and the fucking radiator. Yeah. 
Yeah, and then you and Justin would be like on either side of the truck just fucking with stuff, and people would come by. <laughs> <laughs> We'd just be like, wave at him and be like, you don't need any help? Like, I don't think we got it figured out. It was just a little hot. We put some water in it. <laughs> oh, man, good old times. But, yeah. You remember that time when we were going down the dirt road, and we would always see this red F-150? Oh, yeah. And then that one time we saw... Saw him in town? We were like, oh, shit. <laughs> he knows. He oh, knows. Man. That was funny. You know, I haven't. I've never seen the F one fifty again. Really, I've not. No, nope, never have. It was a, uh, and I ride. I mean, I ride. I probably just dirt roads are like my uh my escape. You know, yeah. you just like chill on a dirt road. You're just kind of riding. You're just kind of the music kind of cutting in and out. You're and just you kind of thinking. Slow, yeah, you know? you're just kind of cruising, and it's calm out there. It's peaceful. There's no traffic. A little bumpy, but you know, you can ride dirt roads. I mean. You can ride them bitches for hours. There's well, a good you, bit out there. Riding them in that new F-150 you got? No, nah, I was riding in the car. Oh. Car ride's pretty good. What's that? Uh, the Escape. The Escape, yeah. I went. I got a car wash today on it, too, and then I drove on dirt road. <laughs> 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 it looked good, though. It was like the first time I've washed that car in, like, fucking ever since I got it. Yeah. And I changed the, uh, or I cleaned the air filter out on the truck and the car yesterday. They both got cane ins in them. So much difference. Really? I got another, like, two miles of the gallon on the car. And the acceleration is a whole lot better in the F-150. I mean, that, that bitch looked like it never been clean. I mean, I just got it like two weeks ago, and I pulled the filter out. It looks like it's never been clean. Yeah. So I cleaned it, and there's a big notice. It's a – you tell a lot when you're just like – when you go to push the gas, and you keep pushing it, and nothing's happening, nothing's happening. Yeah. You're like, what the fuck's going on? You're the like, response is not there. Yeah, the yeah throttle response in yeah. there. And then that's a good indicator like, oh, probably should change the air filter yeah. or clean it out. Yeah. But – Thank God that one already had a cane in in it. I know, that was about the first thing I was gonna buy. They're expensive too. Yeah, they're like eighty bucks. Yeah, but I mean they last you for a lifetime. So. Yeah, and you can wash them. And you gotta, I mean the kit to wash them is like twenty bucks, and you probably get like four or five uses out of that. Yeah, I've only used my wash kit like one. Is yours a is yours a cone or is it a flat one? Uh, mine's a a square rectangle. It's flat. like flat though. Yeah. Yeah, those are a whole lot easier to clean. clean yeah, and they take a lot less product. Oh, now yeah. the F two fifty, that that motherfucker is probably a foot tall and six inches wide, and it's a cylinder. cylinder. Yeah, and then the F one fifty ninety nine, it's a it's like a cone. Yeah, but I guess they they just suck in a whole lot more air. I guess makes sense. So I don't know. Well, what you want to do tonight, August? It's Saturday night. It's six forty eight. I mean, I'm in. I woke up today and. So you heard the news yesterday? Yeah, I heard the news right before I went to work. Was I, was I over yesterday? Nope. What's the, What was yesterday? Uh, Friday. Friday. Yeah, what'd you do yesterday? Oh yeah, that's right. I uh, yeah, cause you were working at the uh at wedding. the wedding. Yeah, I got off work, um, at Jack Carlson's, and then I went. No, 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 no. I went to Fayetteville. Did some work there. And I went up to Boosie's up in Palmetto. And then I got off, came home, um, took a shower. And I was like, fuck, Justin and August are busy. What am I going to do? I was like, I guess I'm going to eat by myself. So I was going on the way to El Charo. And I called uh, Matthew. He didn't answer. And then I called Bradley. And Bradley's like, what up? And I was like, not much. You want to get something to eat? He's like, yeah, I could. I was like, you want to go to El Charo? He's like, yeah, that'll work. He's like, you call me just in time, man. I was... There's only two people left in front of me at American Deli. <laughs> so he was in line at American Deli when I called him. Better, uh, way better choice, El Charo. That bitch was packed, though. Really? That bitch was packed. 
Dude, Bradley paid nine fifty for two twelve ounce Modellos, and I paid six fifty for a thirty two ounce Bud Light. That's a, you got a smoking deal. Yeah, I know, right? Twenty four compared to thirty two. Well, you drink an import. That's why. Yeah, that's still not bad. That's still only like four fifty a beer. Oh, for Bradley's? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Charles, you have the best price, but that bitch was packed last night. Yeah. I'll tell you that, but. Um, yeah, I mean, I went to Market Day in Moreland. Oh, today? Yeah, it was a Moreland Market Day. Is that where they do it at the, uh, on the square? Or on the, in they front of? In front of the Methodist Church. On the lawn? Yeah, on the lawn. Oh, okay. I didn't know why, but I drove by, I was like, all right, let's check it out. So I went in there, I got a customer from that, and then I went to downtown I ate a meet and greet, saw Emmy at work. Um, I told the bartender I wasn't going to drink today, and I was just having water. <laughs> then I finished eating, I was like, you know what, it's time for a beer. So I went to Ace and Growlers, I got me a, um, a sour, and I walked around. I went to the vinyl shop, I got three uh, CDs. I got a CD of uh, Better Than Ezra, the band Rat. Like a, a vinyl CD? or No, you know, CD, CD. To go in your car? <laughs> yeah, I mean... What? Sometimes, Why did you just download it on your phone? Because sometimes I've been going through Atlanta, and I don't have my charger, and I've been doing quotes and using my maps, and I've been using Spotify, and then my phone's dead. Oh, you need some backup music. And so, <laughs> in my lately, all I have to back up is uh, a CD of Pink Floyd and a Katy Perry CD. I love the <laughs> Katy Perry CD. I really do. Which one is it? <clears throat> it's her first one before her Teenage Dream. Oh, okay. I think the only Katy Perry one I have is Eye of the or Tiger. Eye of the Tiger. What? You know what I'm talking oh about? yeah, isn't that Prism or some shit? Eye? Yeah, Prism. Yeah. yeah. I remember I got it at Target one day with my mom when when she was still driving the Santa Fe. Yeah. I listened to it on the way home. I was oh, like, yeah. hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I bought three feedings. I went and hung out with Pat. Um. Oh, was he off today? Yeah, he was off today, and then I came home and kind of just chilling at my house. Um chilling with Smitty and then you called or texted me or texted me but uh yeah well hell yeah does uh does your dad do uh Moreland Market Day too or does he just do does he still do Noonan Market Day uh well he doesn't have any honey yet <coughs> oh okay uh, the bees won't get robbed until like May and he won't have anything ready to sell until like the end of May oh okay so he gets his surplus in in May yeah I mean then that's just when the bees have finally built up enough stock for him to take away about 70%. And then the other 30s for them to... To live off of. So how, how many frames does he take out of each one? So um, a super has 12 frames. Uh-huh. And if they're slapped full, my dad will probably take about half to maybe three quarters, and he'll swap out a full frame and put in an empty frame. And he'll come back in a few weeks or a month, and they'll have that thing filled up, and he'll swap them out again. <coughs> but the, you can't take it all because the bees will die out. You yeah, know? they'll starve. Yeah, the, the honey so is the eat life of it. one. Yeah. yeah. Um, so when when's he going to the mountains? Let's see. He'll go to the mountains in, like, July. Oh, okay. Because the season will be over in noon in Georgia, and he'll we'll truck them up to... Young Harris College, where it's cooler out, and the season is still kind of going. So he gets about another two to three months of them working. And oh, then, so he doesn't have bees up there right now? No. Not, so he'll be taking them up in July. Yeah, and then we'll bring them home in, like, September. Oh, August. okay. Yeah. 
So I guess y'all don't pull the frames out. Y'all just take the whole trailer home. Yeah, well, my dad will pick out the hardest working hives, the ones that produce the most, and he'll put them on the trailer, and then they will go and o- into overtime. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, speaking of bees, have you seen a uh, Jackass Forever yet? Mm-mm, I have not. <laughs> so I was watching it with Matthew at uh, his girlfriend's apartment, and there's just <laughs> this one. There's this one stunt where Steve-O, he's standing there naked, and they put the queen bee in one of those little boxes, uh-huh. and then they, they strap it to his dick. Oh, my God. <laughs> and they're just fucking, Johnny Knoxville's like, tossing bees on his dick, and they're just all oh. swarming the queen. Oh, my <laughs> there's God. Like a, there's like a pile of bees just hanging off his dick. <laughs> That's what they call a swarm. Because yeah. when, when, the, when the queen says to herself, you know what, this house is too small. We need to go and find us a bigger house. The queen doesn't know any better. So she just gets out of a hive and then finds a tree branch, and the rest of the hive will leave, and they will ball up around her. Oh, to protect her? To protect her. But the queen is not smart enough to realize that the whole hive is going to die in this, this escape. Yeah. They will die. They just can't survive like that. They, they've, the only thing they know is living and growing in a hive. Uh-huh. And so my dad will spot a swarm... And he'll spray that ball, that cluster of bees, he'll spray it with sugar water. Uh-huh. And they can't uh, fly with that sugar water on the wing. Yeah. Why Why sugar water? Why not just regular water? I don't, I don't know. sweet so they can still lick it? or? I don't know. I, maybe they can lick it off each other's wings and they'll be fine. I don't know. Huh. Anyway, my dad will spray them and he'll take a brush and brush them into this uh, five-gallon bucket. And he'll then, he'll then have a bigger hive for that queen to move into. That's my dad's cue to think, to think, oh, this queen needs a bigger house. Oh, when they're swarming? When they're swarming. So he collects them back down, puts them in a bigger hive, and then they're they're fine. They, they start rebuilding them there. Oh, so they'll even do that at your house? Like in those, in those bo- what are those called? Supers? Yeah, supers. Those uh, are like the boxes that hold the, hold the bees? Yeah, so I'm at, I've actually got a picture of a swarm my dad sent me like just now. Does a so um, so he has different size boxes. Yeah, he has a, the smallest is a nuke, and um, and then after a nuke, all the boxes are called supers, and you can stack those supers up. Oh, you and can, they can just they can go into them. Yeah, they can be oh okay four so high or two high or three high. You know, you've seen them. Yeah, so I thought I thought each box was its own colony. So it, how many? It is. It oh, is. It? Each each hive, um with a lid on it is its own hive um but the individual layers are called supers and each super has 12 frames so in in one area when your dad drops off bee boxes how many queens are there is it just one queen so one queen per hive per hive or per like area one queen per box per hive so what's a hive so a hive could be anywhere from two to four Super tall. So if you have two super or four supers next to four supers, mm-hmm. there's two queens. That, there's a queen in each one, mm-hmm. and they don't compete or anything. Nope. Really? Yeah. Huh? Not crazy. Oh, yeah, I figured they would have been like, "No, this is my queen's property." And they'd be like, "No, fuck you. This is my queen's property." Oh, they are all. They're cool with it. Yeah, they are loyal to the death for their own queen. And does the the queen stay in the box at all time or the hive? Yeah, she, she never has leaves. To. My dad actually puts a um some kind of mesh covering on top to try his best to keep the, the queen from escaping, but sometimes she does. Yeah, I saw they get delivered in those little, like, 
those little wooden boxes with the mesh on top. Yeah, it's actually, that's, I think that's so interesting because he will get a, a queen in the mail or he'll go pick them up. He picks them up now because they usually end up dying in the mail. But it's a little box, I mean, no taller than a Coke can. And there's the box is divided in half. And there's a little hole in the little wall. And in that hole is a Smarties candy. Oh, really? And you got the worker, you got like four or five worker bees on one side of the box, and you have the queen on the other side. Uh-huh. And the worker bees have to eat away at that Smarties candy to get, get to, to the queen. queen and protect her and all that stuff. So when they, so you just get delivered a queen with and four worker bees in one box, mm-hmm. and then. What do you do, just put that in a hive and bees will just come from all over? Or? Yeah, I mean, those four, really? those four or five worker bees are, like, the ancestors of the, the whole colony. So they'll, like, what, alert other, like, hey, we got a new queen, come here? No, they'll mate with the queen. Oh, okay. They'll, they will oh, mate okay. with the queen, and the queen will be pumping out babies, babies, babies. So you could literally start a, a beehive colony with just one little, with one queen and four worker bees? Yep. Is she the only, well, I guess that what she's, she's not the only female, right? Well... She's, oh no, that's wrong. Uh, she's a female, and all the worker bees are also females. They they get rid of and they kill all the males. Oh, really? Yeah. So how the do males, they mate? The males are just there to mate, and then that's it. They die off, and they get kicked out. So they just keep the males around long enough to keep mating, and they're like, all right, we're too big, kill all the males? Well, I mean, you know, the males come and go. Oh, okay. Yeah. So they they're just kind of like... You know, loners. They're expendables. Yeah. <laughs> so the whole hive <laughs> is, is female. Is female. Yeah. And how how do they decide which one is the queen? The queen has a big ass. So she, how, but she, how do you get regular queens in the wild? Is that's it, a good is question. It, is it just born and they're like, All right, you got a big ass, you're a queen. <laughs> I don't. I, that's a good question. I don't know exactly how a queen will originate, but. A queen is naturally larger than the worker bee. Yeah, I've seen. A, have you seen that girl on a? Is like the bee queen on, on TikTok. TikTok? Yeah, yeah, her. Yeah, I've seen her. She'll like locate the queen and put them in that hair clip or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then I've always wondered, like, I mean, if they're all female, like, are they not fighting for queen position? They're just like, I don't know. That's a good question. I never thought about that. Like, you think it'd be one? Like, what happened when Alexander had a period at the same time? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the, the bees even had period. I would imagine <laughs> not. Probably I don't, not. I, I mean, maybe. I don't even know how they reproduce. Isn't that just a natural thing for all females in the wild to have a period? I don't think so. Maybe. Well, how do bees reproduce? Do they have live bees? Are they eggs? There, there are eggs. Are they, I mean, are maybe. There, are there, I've never thought about that. Are there bee eggs or are they live bees? They born? have. Like, so, you know how there's a hexagon and a beehive? Uh-huh. Like, hexagons are everywhere. Yeah. Uh, the queen will go in there and lay eggs, and I, I guess the males come behind the queen and ferment, or what do they call it? Is it fertilize? Fertilize, yeah. Ferment. <laughs> she get, the males get the the women drunk. <laughs> get the baby bees drunk. <laughs> um, but yeah, the male will come behind and fertilize, and then boom, they're out. They're done. Oh, okay. Yeah. So how do they keep male bees alive? They just, male bees are just, do they... Will you find a hive of just male bees just, like, living by themselves or just like, all right, we're waiting until we got another <laughs> round of babies to get pregnant or something? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I just know a lot of the general facts, but my dad could really get down to the nitty-gritty. Um, I'll yeah. never forget when we did the 
with a spelling bee bee. Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> Your dad's like flinging bees on us. Oh yeah, they were getting angry too. Yeah, they were, they were not happy bees. Like, we, didn't they finally start picking up on the audio? What like toward the end when yeah. they were like, and they're like swarming my phone. Yeah, the camera got covered up by bees and like Be- bees are smart, dude. They will find any hole in your glove or your your bee jacket, and they will get in that thing. Do they uh, do they like carpenter bees or they fight those bitches? Carpenter bees, they can't even fit in the hive. Oh, the, really? The aisle and in between the frames is just too skinny. But if, like, a carpenter bee were to show up and, like, try to carpenter through, like, the hive, would they fuck them up? I, I just don't think that's something carpenter bees would do. They probably understand that all these honeybees will fuck me up, and I need to just stay away. Yeah. I just need to stick to eating wood. Well, that's what I was thinking, because the, the boxes are made of wood, though. I don't know if they would fuck with them, or maybe they're just like, I, ah, I'm not fucking with all these other bees. Fuck them. Yeah, <laughs> I've never seen a, a carpenter bee hole in a beehive, but... A bee's worst enemy is mite, beetles, and yellow jackets. Mites, beetles? Why beetles, really? Mm-hmm. Why beetles? They eat the larvae um, or the babies? Yeah, they just get in there and start trashing shit up. Mites will actually get onto the bee. Like These mites are microscopic. Uh-huh. And they're, they're microscopic uh, compared to a honeybee, which is already pretty small. Yeah. And it's just like, it's like trying to keep fleas off a dog. Oh, okay. Yeah, the mites. So do you, you got to spray them with something? Or, he, uh, or how do you know they have mites? Do you see like a bunch of dead bees around? or I don't know. That's a good question, too. And what do the mites do? They just like, they just suck off the, or I don't they know. eat maybe on they, the honey? or Maybe they slow down production? or. Um, but I know beetles, they really start messing shit up. Like they just, it, it just looks like rot in the inside the hive when beetles have taken over. Like just, what kind of beetles? Just. I, it's not like your your big black um, armored beetle. It's like a very it's a smaller beetle. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, dude, yellow jackets are pretty bad. Yellow uh, yeah, jackets. I, I, want, I feel like yellow jackets because they're always aggressive as shit. Yeah, man. they just want to get in there and eat all the honey. And um, yellow jackets and hornets are actually really aggressive toward honeybees. And like uh, a, a wasp and a yellow jacket, a yellow jacket, they can sting multiple times and uh-huh. still live. Yeah. A honeybee is got one sting in them. One shot. One shot. So was it like a dog fight in the sky? Just see like fucking wasp and uh, yeah, honeybees will or well, they'll gang up on this wasp and they'll start stinging it and biting it. One honeybee can't kill a wasp, but in numbers they can. Yeah. Yeah. Well, damn, that's crazy. Yeah. Never thought about bees that much. See, I don't feel so bad about my situation once I start thinking about the hard life of a bee. Yeah, <laughs> especially a male bee. Yeah, <laughs> your job. All right, as soon as you get all these eggs fertilized, you're dead, bitch. <laughs> yeah, get out of here. <laughs> oh man, but uh, so uh, I mean, have you talked to your dad about it? No, I mean, my dad didn't really tell me. I was over there the other day. He do, said e- that, do either of your parents know that you know? I don't think so. I don't think they. I don't, I don't think they know that I heard the word divorce. Like they didn't tell me. My mom didn't say a word, but my dad was like. Yeah, me and your mom are having some issues, uh, but we're fine now. But my dad's not the one who wants a divorce, so yeah. I, it's not like I can really read between the lines on his words. Yeah, you know. So she just called Madison and told her, or I, I'm guessing maybe Eliza reached out to Madison. You know. Oh, she might have overheard him or something like that yeah. talking about it. Yeah. So do they know? Do they know any of the kids know? I guess not. I don't know. 
let's end this on a happy note. What are you gonna do? What are we gonna do tonight, August? I'm I don't on my know. Second natty light, so we got to figure out something soon. <laughs> I think we should get some food. Uh, I'm yeah, like me too. Four beers in, I can use a meal. Yeah, some um, food would be great. Hit all Charles last night. So where do you want to go tonight? Carmelo's. I haven't been there It's been a minute. That girl that works there keeps asking me where I am. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Why haven't you on there in a while? Uh, well, I don't know. It's just every time. I mean, I usually don't go out to eat a lot, you know? I mean, if I do, it's just like I'll probably go out to eat like three times a week. And if it is, it's like, oh, let's go to El Charo. Yeah. Cheap, easy to get in and out. Seats are comfy. And they stay open later. I think they're both open until 10. I thought Carmel was closed at 9. Uh, I thought it was on the weekends. I think it's 10. Okay. But it's just like. I mean, you go to uh, El Charo, you get a 32-ounce beer, a meal, chip, salsa, and you can walk out with Man. tip spending 20 bucks. Yeah. You go to Carvelli, you're spending at least, you know, 20 bucks, and you don't get as much food. And and the yeah. seats aren't as good. Yeah, and the seat, you're just out in the open at Carmelo. Yeah. I like, no I like back the support. Yeah. Well, all right, then. I think we're going to drink the rest of these beers and head on out. That wraps it up for this episode of the Clueless Dude Podcast. A little different than normal. We got some serious talk. We got some funny talk. We got some beer talk. So just keep us in your thoughts. Keep August in your thoughts and his family. Meet us at El Charo, everybody. Yeah, y'all come to El Charo one day. We'll we'll pack the bitch out. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Well, we'll see you. Bye. We'll see you guys.